listening to Our Stories, the Australian Army on Operations podcast. Standing here at the farewell parade for the men and women joining Task Group Taji in Iraq was a proud moment for all of us a few days ago. I'm Captain Sharon Maskeldare and with me is Warrant Officer Class 1 Jay Robinson, who's the Regimental Sergeant Major of the Training Task Unit, who'll be going over to Taji. First of all, tell us what the parade meant to the men and women who took part. The parade was a farewell parade for the men and women of the task group. It's quite a, uh, an important event because it's the culmination of a long journey of training and preparing for operations. It's also a, a very historical event too where men and women going away on operations are farewelled by their families and by some very important personages. For you as the RSM, you had to plan the whole thing. How do you go about doing that? It's a significant event. It's a great honour. I've been in the Army a little bit and done a few operations. So you know how important it is and you know exactly in your mind where you want to get it to. And you know that soldiers enjoy doing a parade like that for such a unique occasion. So it's what RSMs do. We do parades. It was an honour to run and plan an activity like that. Talk us through some of the things that people saw when they came along and had the opportunity to watch the parade. It was a simple but yet ceremonial parade. So what we saw from the start of it, we had soldiers holding ground on the parade ground. So the men and women of C Squadron 1st Armoured, and it's what we saw at the four corners of the parade ground. The task group marching on and then being inspected by the reviewing officer and it's a chance for the general to have a look at his troops and look them in the eye before they deploy on operations. Also, we had a few other VIPs. It was good to see them here as well. Why is it so important then for something like this, like Task Group Taji going out to Iraq, why does it matter so much to have a farewell parade? Like I said before, it's the culmination of a long journey of preparation, but it also signifies the start of another journey that, hey, we are now deploying. I think it's very important for that that journey to be recognised by the key leaders of the ADF and also, and probably more importantly, the families of everybody involved in this journey. They're the ones that, uh, that sacrifice the most. They're the ones that will be looking after the home fires when we deploy. A great turnout tonight for the families. You talk about the importance of family. You talk about the importance of recognition. How can you explain to them what Task Group Taji is going to go and do? Task Group Taji has a demanding and challenging mission in that we have to go overseas and train the Iraqi army for their fight against ISIS, which is a very ruthless organisation, and so there's challenges ahead. So we're not actively taking part in hostilities against ISIS, but we are setting the essential preconditions for the Iraqi army to take really control of their own country. That will come with a lot of challenges, a long way from home, and very inclement weather, and the language difficulties and all that. So it's a challenging time ahead. But it's an important mission and I'm sure all the families will recognise that the work their men and women will be doing is very important. Because another thing that's achieved with the farewell parade is marking the end of the training that's been going on here for some weeks now. How would you describe that training to people outside of Army and how has it prepared people for what they've got to go and do? I think uh, everybody's training for operations start when they join the Army or Air Force or wherever you are in the Defence Force. Your journey actually started not just for Taji. Your journey started as soon as you 
signed on the dotted line for service with the uh, the defence force. So your journey started a lot longer before we officially started training for Taji. The actual Taji specific training, called mission specific training, uh, is important. You know, things like language, cultural awareness training, uh, rules of engagement, all that type of stuff that comes into it. Not just for our trainers, because that is the main effort of our mission over there, is, is training the Iraqi army. But there's a whole lot of what we call enablers, and that is the medical company. They've come through a long road of being certified to be able to uh, look after our people, which is excellent. Uh, the ISR company, to see and know what's going on over there to support the mission. Uh, and our logistics company as well, to keep that unit moving. So... A lot of different parts being trained, but focused on the mission, which has been a fantastic journey. And from your perspective with the training task unit, how have you prepared your soldiers? Every NCO in the Army is a leader. Every NCO is an instructor. So we come from an ingrained culture, if you like, of instructing people. So anybody can do that in the Army if you hold rank. You have the tools necessary. Whether you know it or not, you do have the tools. And you, that journey started a long time ago. So our NCOs and officers come from background of that already. And it's just a matter of fine-tuning your skills that you know already to the actual target audience, which is the Iraqi Army. And how has the training gone? I think a very solid training package that got put forward. Uh, training for operations, you'll never get as much time as you think you need. You'll never get enough resources as you think you need but at the end of the day there's some motivated people and uh, some excellent key enablers there and people come in with the right attitude once you've got good people with the right attitude you can make things happen and that certainly happened on our training journey to get here so I would say our men and women are, are definitely ready for the task ahead they're well trained and we'll go forward and, and I'm confident we'll do good things over there. And tell us about the New Zealanders because they're an integral part of the task group. Task Group uh, Taji is not just Australians, it's not just people from one armoured regiment, it's a ANZAC task group comprised of Australians and New Zealanders. I'm very excited having uh, New Zealanders aboard and our big effort is the integration of that piece. That comes with its own unique set of challenges but they're good challenges to have and I think uh, what the different skill sets Australians and New Zealanders bring to the party, I think, I think it's fantastic. So. Our big piece is the integrating things, that we are one task group. There are some Australians and there are some New Zealanders in that task group and it's fantastic. I detect New Zealand accent there, so you've obviously got your own connections with the New Zealanders who are here right now. Yeah, that's exactly right. I joined the uh, New Zealand Army in 1988. I did uh, three years there and was fortunate enough to come over here on an exercise working with Australians. I saw an opportunity to move over here because I've always been in armour and they had a little bit more armour over in Australia. So that sort of set the preconditions to me moving over here and I haven't looked back. I've just been very honoured and uh, very blessed to have the opportunities I've had uh, in this country. It's been a great journey and there's still a lot more to come. So I'm, I'm very, very humbled by the opportunities the Army's given me. In terms of the task ahead, what has been your preparation as the Regimental Sergeant Major of the Training Task Unit? It's funny, my preparation is, is mission and the people. That's really my preparation, is to make sure we are set up to meet the mission and our people are looked after and support the commander. Those three things are what an RSM does in, in barracks anyway. So the, my preparation is really the mission of the training unit. and. Uh, it's a great coping mechanism when you're extremely mission-focused and that certainly helps me uh, get through my preparation. It's, just, it's, it's important for the mission uh, and therefore it's important to me. So uh, that that's mission focus is, is a good way of looking at it.
now at the end of their training before they deploy, do you feel they're ready? Most definitely. There are dangers ahead, there are challenges ahead, but uh, our people are ready to go. I tell them that all the time. I look them in the eye and say, yeah, we're ready to do this and bring it on. They're ready because they've had a good training evolution, a very solid training package to get up to them, and they've had the right attitude. And that's important for me to tell them that and look them in the eye and tell them, uh, you're well prepared and we're ready for this. And the road ahead, there will be challenges, there will be uh, adversity, but... Uh, those challenge and adversity, they're opportunities. And they're opportunities, and I'm, I'm sure our men and women will excel at. And what's your message to their friends and their families? I think that their friends and family, they'll be making sacrifice. In many cases, and probably all cases, they make more sacrifices than we do. We, do. we get paid to do the job we love over there. We understand that they are sacrificing, and they're doing it hard at home. But uh, they can be proud that their partners and loved ones are representing and doing the country well. They're doing a fantastic job and they'll serve their country with pride. Warrant Officer Class 1 Jay Robinson, thank you very much. This is Captain Sharon Muscledare reporting from Task Group Taji. This podcast is produced by the Australian Army and is copyright the Commonwealth of Australia.